0: It's time to swing into the golf world of today with Springdale Golf Live. Sponsored by our friends at the New Jersey Golf Foundation. Here's your host, Keith Stewart. Members, friends, and players,
1: good afternoon and welcome to Springdale Golf Live. Coming to you from the Northern Trust at Liberty National Golf Club. I'm your host, Keith Stewart, and this is going to be one of these amazing, fun Friday afternoons. Wade, hit it. Get the groove going here on a Friday afternoon, live from the Northern Trust, first stage of the FedEx Cup playoffs here at beautiful Liberty National Golf Club in Jersey City, New Jersey. So I chose a little cool in the gang because they're from Jersey City, New Jersey. How about that? I learned the greatest things about music doing this job. Well, thanks for that, Wade. Appreciate it. Nice little intro for the day. And you know what, folks, if you can't tune in on 920 AM Fox Sports, the Jersey, you know you can listen anywhere at 920thejersey.com. Just hit the Listen Live button, and uh, you can tune in on uh, any mobile device and stream us, and you can hear all that we got going on today because we have an unbelievable lineup up here in the Media Center at Liberty National. we got a host PGA professional, Mr. Danny Schleicher, coming in in, in the next segment we got PGA Tour instructor Jeff Smith, better known as the Radar Golf Pro. And uh, we have Sirius XM host and personality, superstar uh, Taylor Zarzer, host of the Starter Show uh, weekdays there. you know. But before we get to all of them, I certainly, uh, big moments like today, I have to thank our sponsors and give them uh, their due. Because uh, you know I couldn't do this without the New Jersey Golf Foundation, Troon Golf Management, I couldn't do it without the board of directors and all the members and their support at Springdale Golf Club. Of course my good friends at Summit Golf Brands and all their stylings under B Dratty, Fairway and Green, Zero Restriction, EP New York, and uh, right across this right across the river here in the city, you know, they got F H Wadsworth and my man Jimmy who puts my great belts together. Got another fine one on today, you know. So uh, all these folks that do everything that they can to support the show. Um today is for us and for you and uh, we're gonna have some fun today and you know it, it's amazing to me how good these guys are at golf I mean I got a segue I mean obviously these are the top 125 best players on the PGA Tour this year but these guys are just tearing up this golf course it's unbelievable and believe it or not we have a man on top of the leaderboard who's done playing this morning he fired a little 64, and that's Mr. Jordan Speeth. So there, there's there been another Jordan Speeth sighting on a weekday. And, uh, you know, it goes back to last weekend where Jordan was just a couple shots off the lead going going into the weekend, and he had another struggling weekend. And I, I really can't figure this out because he's putting good. He's got one of the best short games on the PGA Tour, and, and I just can't believe he can't figure out the driver well enough in order to compete and pull out a win. Because I think if he could just kind of get out of his own head this weekend, and to give you an idea of how deep the chasm that exists in his brain on a weekend, his round three scoring is, is over 150th on the PGA Tour, and that's actually good compared to the round four scoring, which is over 200th. And... Um, I really don't know what to say about that because the guy has been, you know, just one of those really, really strong players that we've known since about 2014 and even as a junior player when he won back-to-back USGA juniors. But, uh, you know what, I I think he's good for golf, and I think it's going to be amazing to have him have a good weekend, especially here in the theater that is New York. Now, speaking of the theater of New York, uh, we took a big hit today. Uh, we all got here to the media center this morning to the news that Tiger Woods is no longer in the Northern Trust. He pulled out this morning. He said he went in for some physio, and he couldn't get the back loosened up, and he he jumped out uh, for a mild oblique strain. So a little, a little, a little bit of a rib care... Rib cage, I guess, area strain. He said he was stiff the other day during the pro am. Skipped a couple holes. So, um, you know, I, I was talking about this a couple weeks ago when I was going over. What are we going to do when the time comes when Phil and Tiger are gone? Well, we are at the biggest stage in the world for golf here at Liberty National Golf Club, and I'll tell you right now. At 12.33 when Tiger was supposed to tee off, I was up there by the first tee, and uh, there really weren't as many people there as there should be because, you know, the group in front of them has um, last week, oh, Patrick Reed, Louis Oosthuizen, you know, that his group, the group after him, Tony Finau, the group after that, Dustin Johnson, group after that, Brooks Kepka. First tee should have been packed for Tiger at 12.33, and uh, the Tiger impact is uh, is an interesting one, and we'll see how this all plays out. Now, mathematically, he has enough points to survive the cut this week from 125 to 70, but he's going to have to play next week at Medina, and he's going to have to play well in order to make sure he makes it back to defend at the Tour Championship down at East Eastlake just there in Atlanta. So it's uh, we'll see what happens at Camp Tiger. Uh, but, you know, for right now, the, the place is still buzzing, though, because he, cause right now you got Rory on the golf course, DJ, Brooks. Um, people are just flying around this place, getting on the ferries. They're coming over. I mean, this venue, I love it. In, in a couple minutes, we're going to talk to Danny Schleichert, who's a good friend of ours. He's a New Jersey PGA pro, and he is the host head professional here, and he's going to give us some insights on what Liberty National is all about. Now, I, I mentioned his name just a second ago, and that's Rory McElroy. And the friends of Springdale Golf Live are everywhere. So all of you on the PGA Tour have been warned because um, our team, our eyes and ears are all over the place. And uh, I got a call just around lunchtime from uh, Springdale's, 2017 club champion, Mr. Michael Testa, and uh, every day Michael commutes from uh, Hoboken over to Midtown to go to work, and he goes to the same Starbucks every day, and when he goes into Starbucks, he always gets a a to-go cup, but this particular day, he was looking around the Starbucks, and there was a, a young Irishman that caught his eye. And uh, when he got up to the front of the line, they said, is this to go or would you like one of the uh, glass cups? He says, you know what, I, I think I'm going to go with the glass cup today. And uh, he got his coffee to stay. And then, there believe it or not, there was a, uh, an open chair near this young Irishman uh, named Rory McElroy And he sat down and he had his morning coffee with Rory. And uh, they discussed the Northern Trust, FedEx Cup playoffs, playing golf. And um, just an amazing story of what a small world we have in golf. So some of the insights that Michael was able to share with me, which um, I'm very fortunate to have gotten that call from him this morning, but uh, (laughs) he he says that Rory's usual morning routine fits much better with an afternoon tea time than when he's got to wake up really early. The man likes two cups of coffee he likes to hit the gym at the hotel and then he takes the ferry over and you know and that's one of the one of the special touches that they have here at Liberty National is that the guys love the anonymity of being able to stay in Manhattan hop on a boat, no car, no Uber, no courtesy car from PGA Tour, just you know, courtesy ferry, take that thing across. They come right here near, you know, actually the media center looks right where the ferry pulls up. And you can see the players coming on and off the ferry, and uh, they're coming over there from Manhattan. And they are certainly um, very excited to be here in the center of the universe, New York City, and on this unbelievable venue that is Liberty National. And uh, I just love that little Rory Midtown story right there. Now, getting back to the tournament itself, right now the leaders are at minus 11. That's Jordan Spieth and Troy Merritt. Speed's done for the day. We talked about him earlier. Troy Merritt went out set the course record yesterday. So he definitely uh, is pretty hot as far as what he's playing right now. And um, he, he's, uh, you know, one of those guys that definitely needs to keep pushing himself to get down here and make his way to Medina for next week. So in speaking of Medina next week, I want to give a big shout-out To my main man, director of golf, Marty D'Angelo, who's out there. I worked for Marty when I worked at Isleworth from 1998 to 2003. And I know you guys will take the best care of the PGA Tour out there next week, just like Danny Schleichert's taking care of the tour this week. And uh, I think that they're going to have a great time out there. Now, one of the things that's interesting about being, I always call this the center of the universe. I'm a Jersey kid, born and raised, and I just love New York City. And one of the things I think is we got to talk about is that when golf is on this stage, it's on the largest stage. And we are right next to Manhattan and Wall Street, Madison Square Garden, Liberty Tower. It's all in the backdrop here. And when it comes to sports, I'm always wondering if golf is in a place where we are taking full advantage of this type of venue. Right. And, uh, you know, I know Julie Tyson and her team, who's the executive director of this event. I I know that they've had people up at the Empire State Building and everything. But, you know, the, the whole atmosphere that they create here is so engaging and i want to make sure that everyone that's listening when they're tuning in or they're going to come up that you really kind of look around and get the setting because it's one thing to go to pebble beach and people talk about places like that and what a fantastic venue it is for golf and how striking it is but when you stand near the clubhouse or on I think I think it's fifteen of the eighteen holes you could see Miss Liberty from at Liberty National. So when you stand there and you look around and you see this beautiful backdrop of these humongous buildings, it's just such a special place and I think it really kind of represents the way that the PGA tour is going because it's, it's becoming a global game. New York is a global place. And there's so much of the business of golf that takes place across the Hudson River. And those folks are over here this week, and they certainly will be here this weekend in the corporate tents, and they'll be growing the game. And, and that's what gets me most excited about being here today. I, you know, I we have great guests. They're, they're making birdies hand over fist out there. I mean, it's just raining birdies. And they got beautiful weather this weekend. I think there's just this awesome opportunity for golf to kind of take a next step because we're going from New York, we're going to Chicago, we're going to Atlanta, and this threefer that the Jay Monahan and the PGA Tour has designed, and this new PGA Tour season, um, all coming together, it's fast and furious. It's very much like a New York minute. The players, they they almost don't even know how to appreciate it yet, but when they're done in about three weeks, and then the major players can take about four months off. I think they're really going to appreciate the fact that they played four majors in 102 days. You know, We were talking about it last week or the week before when I mentioned that from the first day of the Masters to the last day of the Open Championship was 102 days. And Rory was on SiriusXM earlier this week with her good friends Frank Darby and Brian Kroll, and they got him talking about the PGA Tour schedule. And what was cool about that was that he said, you know, if I got hot, you know, and, like, he hasn't been hot. I think he's got uh, t- 12 top tens and 16 events this year. But, he, you know, in his words, if I got hot, right, if I got hot, then, you know, I could run off a major or two. And, and that probably had a lot to do with the way that Brooks was playing well, feeling confident. And next thing you know, once a month he has a major and he has a chance to do his favorite thing, which is, you know, go out and take on those majors. And, you know, it's just really interesting to me that I get, I'm psyched folks I'm really pumped to be up here at the Northern Trust I love this venue for this event I think it should just be here every year we don't need to go to Boston or anything we're just gonna do it right here and uh, Danny Schleicher just sat down and he's already laughing he goes and goes oh, Keith I don't need this every year I'm not like, but I need this every year this is really good and I'm really excited to talk to him so we're, we're gonna go out to break here you know Wade throw a little cool in the gang back on. Alright, it's three fifteen PM here in Jersey City at the Northern Trust. The start of the PGA Tour, FedEx Cup playoffs. Thanks for listening to Fox Sports Nine Twenty of the Jersey.
2: Be back after this. Radio 920 The Jersey is your home for another exciting season of minor league baseball with the Trenton Thunder. The class AA affiliate of the New York Yankees offers the highest level of baseball in the Garden State. John Moses and Spencer Smith bring you all the action from Arm and Park and on the road. Check out the Thunder schedule at 920thejersey.com and hear the games live on Fox Sports Radio 920 The Jersey.
0: Let's get back on course as Springdale Golf Live continues on Fox Sports 920 the Jersey. Once again, Keith Stewart. Here we go.
1: Welcome back, Springdale Golf Live. I'm Keith Stewart. which is in New Jersey, northern New Jersey. So I had to play a little uh, woke up this morning for all those Sopranos fans out there. Got to be true to my New Jersey roots here. And uh, speaking of somebody who doesn't have New Jersey roots, <laughs> I've got a good friend of mine in the New Jersey PGA, your host head golf professional Liberty National League Golf Club. His name is Dan Schleichert, and uh, he's having a little bit of a busy week, but he was very nice to give us a couple minutes of his time and come on Springdale Golf Live. Dan Welcome to the show. How are you today, Keith? Thank you.
3: I'm doing well. Um, maintaining. Yeah. Like you said, it's a it's a crazy week. A lot of fun. This is our fourth event here, so you know everyone is different, but we kind of get the flow and know what to expect. But I mean, it you have the best players in the world playing here. I mean, it's awesome. Talking to some of our members. You, they're saying, man, it's so cool to see these guys play this golf course that we play all the time. I mean, what's better than that?
1: Well, you know, we, we bumped into each other on the range earlier today. We were just watching Brooks and DJ warm up. And uh, certainly I could see where your members' perspective is coming from. <laughs> There's no doubt about that because they play a game with which I'm not familiar. And uh, it, it's unbelievable. And, you know, it's so great to have you on the show because I, I think that um, – in the midst of this, like, we'll call it a seven-day member guest that you're running right now. <laughs> yeah, you know? a two-week. Yeah, two. Okay, f- pardon me. Two-week member guest that you're running. Um, the, the, when I went up uh, from the media center before and, and you walk up top to the top deck where the clubhouse is and the golf course is, the atmosphere mm. is buzzing. Now, it I is. talked a lot about that in the first segment because I think being at this venue across from the Manhattan skyline is a big deal. But you here, you work here every day let's imagine it's not the Northern Trust what makes this place so special in your mind
3: obviously what we have in the background Lady Liberty you know this place has been open this is the 14th season and there's already a lot of history here like I said we've hosted this is our fourth event uh, the third one being a President's Cup I mean the whole world saw it you know there's just a lot of people that have heard of Liberty National in a short time um, I was driving down 18 about an hour ago, and I saw people. I, there was four or five people all taking pictures of the person they were with, with the city and Lady Liberty in the background. I mean, it's just its an iconic place.
1: There's no doubt about it. When you play the par 3, 14th, and we'll get to see it on the TV coverage all week, uh, Lady Liberty, it's like you feel like you can hit a five-iron to her. Yeah. She's so close there, and, yeah. and she's just kind of looking over things, and, you know, it kind of makes me think about what a global game it is nowadays. And, and mm-hmm. y- you know, I always say, um, I'm always joking with my kids, I say, one of the coolest things you could ever be able to do would be like Marty McFly, would be to do time travel. <laughs> so could you imagine, like, coming in on a boat, past Miss Liberty, going to Ellis Island, it's right here where you work every day. And now fast forward to today, and these guys are coming over from Europe and Asia, the President's Cup, and then Miss Liberty's right there. She's still playing a major role, and it's just so cool, the setting that you have here. And We could talk about it forever, but there's a lot of things going on. And how about what's going on on the golf course? Really low scores. Did you guys expect that?
3: No. Um, I mean, with rain on Wednesday and the golf course being soft, then I did expect it, yes. But going into the week, I felt the golf course was firming up. Greens were perfect, fast. And it is always windy here. So, you know, I thought the scores would be right around what they were in 13, which was 11 under. Adam's okay. got one. Um, but, you know, I've been saying to people, the golf course is its long. It's just under 7,400 yards. But they hit it so far now. I mean, in 13, this was never a thought that, you know, this golf course isn't too big for these guys. Like, They're just they all hit it so much further even since thirteen. So I needed or I was thinking we needed some of the elements, some of the wind, you know, a firm fast golf course to kind of keep the score similar to what it was in thirteen. But I mean either way, it really what matters is that the players love it and they're having a good time and I know the fans like to see birdies. So we're happy.
1: You just mentioned the fans there. And uh, Julie Tyson, who's the executive director, she's a very vanguard thinker. Mm -hmm. She and her team, what they did at Ridgewood last year, the fan experiences, the journeys. um, The kids under, what, 16 get in for free? 18 free. 18 for free? Okay. So she has an unbelievable team. I know you lead an unbelievable team. I've been up here for New Jersey PGA events, um, our section events. You guys do a fantastic job. I know a couple people that are members here. They love you and your team and what you guys do. So... What is going to be the fl- fan experience this year maybe versus Ridgewood last year? What kind of new fun things are you guys doing? You know, if I'm if I'm listening to the show, I'm somewhere between Manhattan and Philly yeah. and I got a ticket for the weekend, get me charged up. What's the experience going to be like this weekend that I'm going to come do come and see?
3: Well, I've had a chance to go around the golf course and kind of take a look at all the experiences and there's a number of them. A big focus is on food. They got okay. some great food partners. They got Loose Lobster, they got Shake Shack, they got uh, Pizza Vito, and they got uh, Torico Ice Cream as their main four food partners. And um, you know, they kind of focused everything around food and fashion and just the excitement of the playoffs and everything like that, and they've got different uh, activations with some clothing companies, Bonobos is out there, there's a Nordstrom store. Um, All kind of interactive stuff. United's got a swing, uh, like an instructional kind of swing clinic there where people analyze your golf swing. But yeah, the goal is to get everyone out there and and engage them and, you know, obviously watch great golf, but do all kinds of other stuff, too. But really, the focus that I noticed was food. Okay, come here hungry. And come here thirsty because there's a lot to drink too.
1: Oh yeah, well you know I did. It, it was early on Friday before I came down to the media center to do the show. I was just checking when I saw you on the range. Yeah. And uh, the the drinks were flowing. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, the thank thank goodness. Uh, you know the ferry is almost like an Uber of sorts, right? <laughs> exactly. I'm sure you I'm sure you say that a lot. Now I alluded to this earlier when you first came on. You're a Minnesota boy, all right? And now you are running this like total Nouveau Rich golf club with this, you know, building background, you know, Liberty Tower, Miss Liberty, all this cool stuff, right? What is it like coming from where you're from to running one of the most stunning golf landscapes in the world, really?
3: It's a good question. I try not to think about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I've been here since day one. Sure. So I've seen, you know, the time in the temporary clubhouse to this clubhouse being built. And, you know, I've kind of just immersed myself in it and just head down, working hard, realizing that this place is incredibly special, but trying not to, you know, think about just how big it really is and just enjoy every moment. But, I mean, obviously it's exciting. It's, you know, it's just a really unique place. It's great to see people come here for the first time and just be blown away. Um, Like you said, coming here every day, it's not that you get tired of it, but seeing people see it for the first time, makes you remember how great the place is i mean it's 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 awesome
1: i gotta say this much i've been here probably half a dozen times maybe more i just think it is one of the coolest places in golf right it with is. without you know you know The phone line's open it up with a bunch of architecture geeks and everything saying, like, oh, you need to do this or do that, or there's this keyhole or whatever. Yeah. As far as a golf club atmosphere goes, I think it's one of the coolest places in golf. And I think it's a really important place. And I'm glad in 2017 the PGA Tour put the President's Cup here, and I'm glad that the Northern Trust is here now, because I think it's really important as we are trying to connect with this next generation of mm-hmm. golfer that lives across the river from you that you give ferry access to that you have helicopter access to all of these things I've been to social parties here and I've seen the clientele that you have it's a lot younger than my clientele or than for a majority of the clubs that you know we PGA professionals preside over so you know I, I really get kind of Excited and immersed in the whole Setting here and what's going on And you know it's a really cool place Now how do you feel about that Do you feel like you play a role in trying to Engage a different golfer than Maybe the golfer that I'm currently Engaged with
3: yeah it's 100% Uh, like you said our membership Is it's younger than than most memberships Um, You know There's a real feeling of The goal coming here is to Unwind have fun And you know I think in a good way, that's what golf is starting to trend toward is, you know, people not always having to play 18 holes. You know, they can go play 12 holes before dark and get it in and just have a good time. I mean, there's music in our golf carts. There's our, We have a Shark Experience, which is like a it's a Visage GPS deal that has TV. We, we can play live streaming coverage of tour events in our golf carts, but play music as well. And, I mean, that's just one example of the younger, kind of more fun direction i think golf is going and you know that's kind of what this place exactly is it's this place to a t
1: well i'll tell you as the director of fun down there at springdale (laughs) nothing makes me happier than to hear some of these cool stories about what you guys do here and i encourage you all if you ever get the invite to come to liberty national dan and his team do a tremendous job and like you said you know i you know i love music and uh you know we started out with a little cool in the gang Mm -hmm. jersey city band Mm -hmm. right and then we just did a little uh, Sopranos theme song there, a little Woke Up This Morning, a little Alabama 3. And I got, I got a couple more songs coming, you know, some really fun ones that go along with our guests. But I love music. I love the pairing of that with golf. I love the idea, the concept there to talk about with the fashion and the fitness and all and the food and all the things that are going on here and what you're doing. just seems like a perfect marriage. And uh, I'm really excited for you and the team here and certainly Julie and her team for all that's going on. Now, with all of those pleasantries being said, mm. there's a tradition that we have here on Springdale Golf Live. and We do a little rapid-fire Q&A. Now, i got a bunch of guests today, so I'm only going to give you a couple. But uh, you look like you're up for it, so we're going to hit I'm you ready. with a couple quick questions here. Okay. If you could, add, here we go. You ready? If you could add one athlete to Mount Rushmore, who would it be? Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. Awesome. So you're heartbroken today.
3: Yeah, I was.
1: Yeah, I mean, I totally am. I saw Riggs from Barstool up. I, he was like a lost puppy dog. The guy was like walking around. He had nothing to do. Yeah. You know, without Tiger here. I mean, he's, it's
3: he's such a difference maker. I mean, it's.
1: Well, you, un, you know for sure because what was the week like with him and without him? Yeah. Right. right yeah 100 you, you know it firsthand this week mm-hmm. right And i talk about it i was talking about it in the first segment when you walked up but what's the world going to do without tiger and phil you know brooks is it going to be brooks the bad guy is it going to be M- millennial mcelroy who's it going to be right. you know i mean these guys we need to dj we need to get somebody to step up and be the man and uh you know i know one of them can do it mm-hmm. but uh, it'll be interesting to see how they kind of fight for the top maybe jordan comes back yeah. look what he's doing right yep. all right but you're not getting off the hook I get on that tangent there. All right. Would you rather be an NHL player or a PGA Tour player?
3: I would say NHL player.
1: Coffee, yes or no? Yes. All right. What is one thing you've always wanted to do?
3: Take my dad to Scotland.
1: All right. When I saw the words... And Augusta. And Augusta. All right. So two things. Sorry. Well, Let me scratch that question. What are two things you always wanted to do? I took my dad to Augusta one time. Ooh. We got to meet Tiger. And uh, I introduced him. I said, hey, Tiger, this is Keith. And he goes, oh. He looked at my dad. He goes, that was original. Because <laughs> it was great. All right. One more question. When I saw the words Liberty National driving in today, right? So when you hear the words Liberty National, what's the first thing that comes to mind?
3: I can't believe I work there.
1: You know what? You know, it, just as lucky as you are to be here, they are to have you, Dan Schleichert. Thank you. You are a gentleman, and you are a true ambassador of the game. And uh, you're more cool than you think working here at Liberty <laughs> National. So osmosis is a real thing; it's Thank rubbed you, off sir. on you. Appreciate All right, it. I appreciate you taking the time to come on the show today, and I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, you do. know, we uh, we're going to move on to break. We're pushing 3:30 here at Jersey City at Liberty National. Dan Schleichert, you have a great afternoon. Enjoy the weekend here at the northern trust and uh take us out to a little sopranos theme there wade we'll be back after this
2: weekdays 9 a.m join us for the dan patrick show what the hell are you clapping for moron like you read one too many self-help books and they told him to be upbeat and confident I promise most of it is more positive than that. The biggest guests. Lucky to have Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. We make way for the Hall of Famer, Troy Aikman. The stories as they break. Uh-oh, do you see this breaking news here? Heard mornings on Fox Sports 920, The Jersey.
0: The New Jersey Golf Foundation, the charitable arm of the NJPGA section, is committed to positively impacting lives and communities through the game of golf. With a focus on three core pillars, youth, military, and special needs, the NJGF delivers dynamic programming under the guidance of PGA professionals so individuals from all backgrounds can experience the game of golf in a welcoming environment. To support the NJGF or learn more about programs and special events, visit njgolffoundation.org. That's njgolffoundation.org. Rich and distinguished history for nearly 125
1: years, Springdale Golf Club and its members have been beautifully making their mark as the best golf and social experience in our region. Our impact in the industry does not stop there. Did you know about the benefits that extend beyond the boundaries of the club through its agreement with Troon Purvey, The private club operating division of Troon Golf Management. Springdale's walkable and superbly conditioned William Flynn design course, now combined with Troon. Troon's operational expertise are taking the club to the next level in our commitments to the member experience. Just announced is a significant expansion to the Troon Purvey Privileges Program. This Vanguard service initiative includes enhanced golf and lifestyle benefits that extend far beyond the fairways. For more information about our club and all the incredible moments being made at Springdale Golf Club and through Troon Purvey, please take a visit of our website at www.SpringdaleGC.org forward slash Troon Let's
0: get back on course as Springdale Golf Live continues on Fox Sports 920 The Jersey. Once again, Keith Stewart. It's my baby Collins and I need you here. Welcome
1: back What's to Springdale Golf Live. I'm Keith Stewart. You're listening yeah. to Fox Sports 920, the Jersey. A little Radar Love.
0: Here we are.
1: We're back for Springdale Golf Live. Little golden earring, right there, a little radar love because the radar golf pro is rumored to be nearby. He hasn't shown up yet. Um, I got a text, he said he was running a little bit late. He was working with a player who got done of his. He's got you know a number of players here Aaron Wise, Patrick Rogers, Scott Piercy. All guys are in the top 125 on the FedEx Cup points list, so he should show up at any time. But until that time, um, we are also, it just popped up on the screen too, is that uh, there's lightning in the area and there, there could possibly be a delay, but there looks like, uh, nope, they're still playing. They're still playing down here in the media center up on the big screen, so uh, carry on. But uh, there, there's a bunch of people scrambling around worrying about the weather and all that's going on at this unbelievable venue. Now, getting back to some of what's going on in the world of golf and a little uh, pop golf or pop culture golf that you know I love to get into every week. One of the things that happened in late July, and I wanted to get to this one of the last couple of weeks, but we're going to do it right now since I got a little time before Jeff shows up. And that is, there's this video game out there called Fortnite. And you've heard me talk about it before, and I marvel at the number of people that play this game 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Now, it's not the same people playing 24 hours a day, it's a global game. And I can remember when I was a little kid playing video games, you know, there was no idea that there was somebody else playing video games, let's say in China or in Europe, or and that I could play with them. And now the world has become such a smaller place. It has in golf, and it certainly has um, an, in the eSports world. And one of the things I'm always trying to preach is how we're going to grow the game and how we're going to pay attention to some of the, the other verticals in this world and how they push their games forward. And eSports is growing at, a, at an unbelievable rate. And it's just one of those things that I've been paying a lot of attention to. So they go, they have this the Fortnite World Cup. You know, so we've had two World Cups this summer. We had the Women's World Cup. Congratulations to the U.S. team. They won it in soccer. And then we have this Fortnite World Cup. Now, it's unbelievable to me how much money is involved in the Fortnite World Cup. And this is what got me thinking about it. The, the young gentleman that won the Fortnite World Cup, which was a global event, so, kind of like the Open Championship, let's say, that Shane Lowry won. When he won that event, he won $1.9 million. Sounds pretty good, right? Um, the 16-year-old that won the Fortnite World Cup won $3 million. The purse for the Fortnite World Cup alone was $30 million. So, when I start to talk about... The golf at the PGA Tour, and everything's going really, really well. And then you look at this other phenomenon that's taking place, and it kind of makes me think it makes me think of those days when we were talking to the good guys at Operation 36 and they talk about the gamification of golf and it's part of selling it. And why 18 million people go to Top Golf because it's like playing a video game. They get to see their shot tracers, they get to see points come up on a board when they hit a certain area of. The target ranges out there. And so I, I think that uh, golf is the greatest game. And it's one that provides for us these unbelievable theaters like uh, a Liberty National or like a Pebble Beach or like Royal Port Rush. But it's, it's really, really cool when you start to think about what they're doing in esports and how can we create a contest similar to that within golf that covers all ages, because the people that were competing in the, the World Cup of Fortnite, I mean, they had a Pro-Am Day. We have Pro-Am Days. They had a Pro-Am Day here on Wednesday at Liberty National. And, you know, the, the winner of the Pro-Am alone won a million dollars. And they had 50 pros and 50 celebrities. So they had 50 eSports pros play with 50 celebrities. I mean, it's just... The, they're almost in a way doing things that are copying us or they're copying like bowl game experiences and they're doing it in esports and i I think that golf should be doing a lot of things to copy not only what's going on in other um, marketplaces but also kind of try to amplify more of what we're doing on our end and i you know i think that it would be cool if the pga tour could sponsor their own video game golf tourney and I know it sounds kind of crazy, and it's not. Maybe some people might say it's not real golf, but enough people are tuning in to all of these different kinds of esports thing. I think that, or maybe there should be a experts top golf tourney. Now I know I've seen some uh, content with top golf and some contests on the golf channel, um, but they weren't necessarily as engaging as I'd like to see them. And you know, it, it's one of those things. And, and Dan talked about in the last segment is that you know, Liberty National is a cool place. Um, esports are cool. It's cool with a younger generation. Uh, he has a younger membership. Th- these are the types of things I feel like we should do um, on Springdale Golf Live and promote is the idea that, hey, folks, we need to kind of engage a different type of person into the game. And there are different ways to do a junior golf clinic. Um, I know at Springdale, from time to time, we do fun things like we will play um, softball, but we'll play with the snag uh, equipment. So snag is like hitting golf clubs, oversized golf clubs, and you hit a tennis ball instead of a golf ball. So it makes it easier to learn the game from the start. So you're not going with, you know, the little golf club head and then the little ball. Um, so we do fun things like that, where we set up a softball field and instead of, you know, or kickball field and instead of kicking the ball or pitching the ball, then the the kid sits at home plate and he knocks the ball out in the field and then you and then you play a form of baseball from there. So so cool stuff like that to try to gamify things. And, you know, I just bring up the Fortnite thing and all the money that's there to support it. And you know, I think there's a ton of money to support golf as well. And I'd like to see the leaders in golf, whether it be the USGA or the RNA or someone along those lines, start to push for a little bit more crossover with the gamification of our sport and not just leave it up to um, every Thursday through Sunday trying to – don't get me wrong. There's always great drama on the PGA Tour, but – we have to wait for it week in and week out and it would be cool if in you know in the lull of the week the monday through wednesday or even the, let's say it's the monday through friday and then you know people get back into golf on the weekends that there was a way for kids to get involved in the game that isn't just the normal stereotypical golf clinic at your club and and you know pga junior league is great for it it's little league for golf and you know i give tons of credit to the pga of america and you know that program that was started um about five, six years ago, and all the people that supported it from all the different golf companies, and they put tons of money into it. And, you know, at this point, they have more than 60,000, 70,000 kids participating in that. But, you know, the Fortnite World Cup alone... I mean, it, it's astronomical, the number of the people that participated in it. And, you know, at the end of the day, a 16-year-old kid wins $3 million. You know, the player of the year this year on the PGA Tour, who's out in front of me on the screen in the media center, Brooks Kepka, he, he's got $9.5 million in earnings this year. And, uh, you know, if if you just took the $3 million alone, you'd be somewhere between number 23 and 24 on the money list between Charles Howell and Kevin Kisner. So, um, you know, I think that there's definitely a time and a place for us to pay attention to some of these other verticals, and I think that that's a cool thing to do. You know, one of these other cool things, and it was a story that I brought up, and it's, it's a segment we're going to do from time to time, but, you know, we're coming into this three-week stretch, and it's, you know, who's going to win the FedEx Cup? And everyone's talking about it, whether it's the Golf Channel or on SiriusXM and all the different kind of fun things that, you know, bring up the game and all the websites and everything. And we talked about this on the show and when, when the PGA Tour wrote up a contract with DraftKings to be there, um, a daily fantasy provider, and so it comes down to this. I think that you know a lot of listeners on social media have asked me. They say, Keith, you know, from time to time, you should make a prediction on who is going to win something. Well, I kind of struggled with that because every week, by the time I would make a prediction on Friday afternoon, it would seem like you know maybe I was uh, benefiting myself by saying, you know, what? I think Jordan Spieth is going to have a big week. And uh, so it's tough to kind of predict in the middle of the second round who's going to win. But we have a three-week stretch coming here. So I called on one of my really really good New Jersey friends, and this guy, the commish, he he does um, gambling picks all the time for an online website. And you know, I, I called him up and I said, "Who do you have at a high, a medium, and a low value, or a long shot to win the FedEx Cup this year?" And you know what? He came up with some pretty good stuff. So I, I give him credit. And uh, so if you're if you're in if you're inclined to do so, because. You know, here in New Jersey, we can do a little gambling from time to time, or you're having a little pool there at the office and you're going to uh, predict who's going to win the FedEx Cup. Um, we're going to put ourselves out on a limb here. Um, my good friend, and I'll even make some picks myself here, but high value, he goes Kepka. And I said, Really? And he said, Well, I was thinking Rory, because Rory's had uh, 12 top 10s and 16 events this year. He's been very, very consistent. But after Kepka and Rory had the showdown a couple weeks ago at the WGC, he said, I, I can't do it you know, Kepka's only got two-to-one odds to win the whole thing. But at, at the end of the day, I mean, he's, he's a good high-value pick. If you pick him and he wins, um, you know, you may not be, you know, transcending uh – you know, daily fantasy play, but at the same time, you know, you'll get your money back, which is a good deal. I go DJ. I think DJ, I saw him hit it on the range today. He looks really solid, and a lot of people are giving him a hard time because he's only had one win this year, just one win. You know, a guy has a win every year, but and he's got 20 to his credit and a major at one of the hardest places to play golf, which is Oakmont, but, you know, I think he's kind of he's under the radar with what's going on with Tiger and everything. Who knows what will happen, but um, he, he's definitely somebody, DJ is somebody who, Can certainly get it done. Medium value. He loves Xander Shoffley. Two wins in this PGA Tour season. He was second at the Masters, third at the U.S. Open. I think that's a good pick. I'm going Webb Simpson. I think Webb Simpson could seriously win this whole thing. The guy's playing really good. Saw him today out on the golf course. The guy hits it solid week in and week out. Um, He's just one of those guys that has been consistent all year. He's got the numbers to prove it. And he's one of those guys that plays these types of golf courses well. And you know he's going to go from here to Medina down to East Lake. I like Webb Simpson at a medium value, and then a long shot. He likes Deschambeau. Um, you know he wasn't anywhere on the radar. He wins the first two legs of the FedEx Cup playoffs last year. You know puts himself in position. So he likes Deschambeau, who's got some positive vibes this time of year, maybe to come back and do his thing. I like Kisner. Um, I think if you're going to say it's it's not just 72 holes that you're going to play. That it's going to be three sets of 72 holes. Kisner's a great ball striker. I like him at the long shot. So there's our picks. You know, have some fun with it. Hit me up on social media. Tell me if you think we're any good or tell me if you think that, uh, you know, what your picks are as well. And, you know, I think that'd be a pretty good thing. And uh, Wade's talking to me in my ear here. Looks like we have guest number three coming up. So we're going to take a quick break and we're going to bring back Mr. Taylor Zarzer from Sirius XM PGA Tour. Folks, It's about 3.44 p.m. here in Jersey City. We're at the Northern Trust. Thanks for listening to Fox Sports 920, the Jersey. We'll
0: be back after this. The brand-new 920, the Jersey app is ready for you to download. Go to 920thejersey.com to choose your smart device and then enjoy the best of 920 the Jersey anytime, anywhere. Listen to the live stream of your favorite Fox Sports shows. You can even tweet right from the app. The latest weather and five-day forecast is right at your fingertips. Traffic updates are there too, making the drive a little easier. Get in on the action and download the app right now. Ooh, that tingles. At 920thejersey.com. The New Jersey Golf Foundation, The charitable arm of the NJPGA section is committed to positively impacting lives and communities through the game of golf with a focus on three core pillars, youth, military, and special needs. The NJGF delivers dynamic programming under the guidance of PGA professionals so individuals from all backgrounds can experience the game of golf in a welcoming environment. To support the NJGF or learn more about programs and special events, visit njgolffoundation.org. That's njgolffoundation.org. Let's get back on course as Springdale Golf Live continues on Fox Sports 920 the Jersey. Once again, Keith Stewart.
1: Welcome back to Springdale Golf Live. I'm Keith Stewart. You listen to Fox Sports 920 the In Jersey. My mind, I'm going to Carolina.
3: Can't you see the sunshine? Can't you just feel the moonshine? Just Just
1: another great week of Song of the Weeks. Wade, awesome job on the board today, mixing all of those in. And a little James Taylor there with a Carolina in my mind. And uh, I I played that for our upcoming guest right now, Mr. Taylor Zarzer, who is the host of The Starter uh, every weekday afternoon from 1 to 3 on Sirius XM PGA Tour Network. Taylor, welcome to Springdale Golf Live. How are you today?
4: Well it's 99 degrees in Carolina today. Uh, so I wish I was with you my friend up at uh, Liberty National. I know it's uh, pretty hot up there from what I can tell too.
1: It, it's hot up here and they're dodging some storms at the moment. they're, they're around us and uh, you know they're gonna have a challenging afternoon with the weather just to, just a little bit but uh, the golf course isn't providing much of a challenge and I hope to, hope you like that intro a little Carolina in my mind from james taylor for taylor zarzer how'd you like that one?
4: i love it uh, big fan i've seen him in person uh, so uh if we're in uh if we're in boston or if we're in north carolina it works
1: awesome I, I love it so much well we love to have a little fun with the song of the week here and uh speaking of having some fun you just made a major move over to the Sirius pga tour network and uh you know i got to, it got me to thinking because you've covered so many sports but now you're making a conscious choice to go and cover golf what does golf mean so much to you
4: i you know i am glad that i'll say just first keith I, i'm still going to call college football games on tv for espn and the sec and I'm, I'm very excited about that but uh there is a fulfillment that i get from being around the game of golf on a daily basis that um i i just can't find anywhere else and You know, I think uh, even if you're 41 years old, as I am, I think we all ask ourselves, what do we want to be when we grow up? And I've asked myself that hundreds of times throughout my broadcasting career. And I've tried, as time has gone on, to really challenge myself to uh, play on my passions. And, you know, and thankfully, I've had a lot of great experiences in my career. I've done a lot of different things, some that I wasn't as passionate about as others in order to get to a certain place. So I, I think that thankfully that's where I am now is I'm, I'm doing some things that I'm, I'm very passionate about. Um, you know, I played the game of golf my entire life, something my father introduced to me at a, at a very young age. And I just, I love being out there. I don't pretend to try to be a professional. I've enjoyed playing the game at, a, at an amateur level at a collegiate level. Um, but, but I do, I love being around these guys and trying to figure out what makes them tick. So uh, I, I guess that's you know, a long way of saying that I, I really wanted to be around the game every day, not just periods of the year.
1: Well, you know what, your answer there makes me think of a couple things. First, as a PGA professional and as a radio host kind of doing what you do from time to time, it, it's really it's engaging and, and it's inspiring to me to have somebody like you talk about the stories of golf and playing golf and really wanting to do that. Because, I mean, I'm sure you could do anything, and you could cover any sport you want, but to kind of put some focus at this point in your career in your early 40s into golf, Um, I think will help give golf a shot in the arm. And and there's no doubt that at any time, any sport can use that kind of shot in the arm. And it it always makes me think, because I'm I'm in my mid-40s, and it always makes me think of two people that um, kind of made their way in their 40s, and that's Stan Lee. So he started the Avengers when he was in his you know mid forties, and Sam Walton right. opened up his first Walmart when he was in his forties. So I, I think guys like you and I are just hitting our prime, man. I, you know, I mean, I think <laughs> well, we're ready it, to go. You know,
4: my 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 father uh, passed away a few years ago, and uh, he before he did he uh, he told me exactly what you just said. He didn't use those examples, but he did say, you know, your forties or your prime earning years are going to be some of their. their could be the most fun years of your life, uh, given where my children are in and, and their lives and all the traveling that we've been doing together. Uh, but on top of that, you combine that with professional opportunity. Uh, I'm certainly hoping uh, that you're right. But, yeah, I you know, just again, the, the game of golf, though, Keith, has just given me so much uh, in terms of experiences on, on how to treat people. It's introduced me to more uh, friends than any other endeavor has. So um, I've I've been so fulfilled by my experiences in the game throughout my entire life that I guess part of my reason for for wanting to do this all the time is because of what the game has always given to me. So uh, hopefully I can give something back to it in the future.
1: All right, well, let's give my listeners a little bit of something right here, okay? 2019 has given us some unbelievable storylines in golf which one's been your favorite? I mean, there's a couple major ones here, but which one's been your favorite?
4: Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't think anything will touch Tiger and what he did at, at Augusta National, and, and that story, I think, is one of the biggest in the history of the game, and as you and I are talking, I know it's a, a bummer that he, he left the property today and, and headed back to South Florida with the injury, but uh, that, that, that was maybe the biggest story in sports this year, and, and it's one of the biggest stories in the in the history of the game. And, uh, you know, I, I will tell you, while that really touched me and being there at Augusta National and, and just seeing the reaction that it created uh, was was something that always be in my mind. When you just asked me that, the first thing that came to my mind, Keith, was what I witnessed on the 18th green at Royal Portrush with Shane Lowry walking up uh, through this sea of humanity to celebrate his major championship, and to do it four hours north of where he grew up in Clara, uh, Ireland, in the Republic of Ireland, just south of Northern Ireland, uh, because of all the troubles that that area has gone through uh, through the years and the division that it caused between parts of the island to the the point that it would create two different countries um, made me wonder what kind of reaction the tournament would give to someone South of their borders, winning it, and the reaction they gave was basically putting this man on their shoulders. And I, you know, it, it just it is. It's I think that to a large degree, what what we do in broadcasting is, is hope to give some escape from somebody's reality, and uh, that that was maybe the best example I've seen of it in 2019 because everybody was so fired up to have someone that looks like them, that talks like them, that is from where they're from, uh, win their tournament. And it was powerful. Um, so I, I, that, that's the first one that came to mind. But I certainly understand why almost all of us would pick what happened at Augusta National.
1: You know, after, you know, when I want to think about that question, and I wrote it for our little conversation here today. I said, you know what? The biggest story in the globe in sports is Tiger winning the Masters. But if you just think about golf, I I have the same note down here. Lowry's win in Ireland. I mean, when's the last time that somebody won an event that big in their hometown? And, you know, it was just really cool how that whole thing came across. And And I just love the way you described that because you were there live and you experienced it. But it came across very vividly on TV. That whole scene on 18, and um, you know, contrary to popular belief, he's done celebrating. I have seen him here on the golf course today. He's back <laughs> out playing golf. The uh, social media celebrations are over. And you know, speaking of celebrating, I'm here. I'm here on the phone with Taylor Zarzer, and uh, he's joined us here on Springdale Golf Live. And Taylor's the host of the Starter uh, Weekdays from one to three on Sirius PGA XM uh, Tour Network. And you know, one of the things that I really want to get into here is that, you know, golf is in this really fast-evolving landscape, and as a media leader yourself, what are your thoughts on how we're going to start to consume the game as fans in the new future? Because in the last segment, um, I did a little bit, and we were talking about, you know, things like eSports and and how that vertical is promoting the game, and there's all these different, um, you know, sports that are out there, and they're trying to promote fan engagement themselves. How are we going to consume the game of golf in the near future?
4: Well I have to qualify this answer by saying I've never done what I'm about to say uh before but um I, I certainly am aware of all of the people that are starting to connect to the game this way and and that is by these daily fantasy leagues that they're in or these daily matchups that people are playing, whether it, it be through, you know, some outlet online or doing it in Vegas or doing it in a casino and all the different sports books that are opening up with states now allowing that to happen, um, I, I think that what what I've witnessed at what we call the British Open each year in Ladbrokes and these pubs where everyone has these sheets. I mean, when I say everyone, they're, they're so readily available over there where you, you get out these sheets and it tells you what someone's odds are to finish, to, to win the tournament, what their odds are to finish in the top five, how much money you have to bet in order for that to happen. And and while for many of us that might be a foreign concept, maybe you haven't ever been much of a gambler, I do think that it it connects so many people, new people, that don't aren't really familiar with the game of golf but are familiar with putting a few bucks on the Giants or on the Patriots or on the Bears or or whatever game uh, on a week-by-week basis uh, in any other stick-and-ball sport. The fact that now golf has become so... Uh, I guess readily available and willing to allow this to happen, I think could really change the game moving forward. And it's kind of a foreign concept to me, Keith, but I could call you tomorrow and you could say, I've got Troy Merritt and I'll say, okay, I've got Jordan Speed. And some money could exchange hands and it could, it could get people that aren't, haven't really been connected to the game in the past, all of a sudden involved. And look, if that makes them more excited when they see, the Liberty National Golf Course, right next to Lady Liberty, with, uh, with with the Manhattan, Lower Manhattan skyline in the background, and it gets them all excited to play the game. Of golf. I'm all for it. You know, um, yeah, so I, and, I would look and, for that.
1: And Wall Street's right over there too. You know, yeah. So there you go. Money, money goes to money, and uh, you know, it's very interesting that you bring up gambling like that because it's it's certainly going to engage a larger audience. That's that's for sure. Um, you know, speaking of gambling, I'm going to take a little gamble here and see if you're up for a little rapid fire Q and A. My listeners love right. to get to know my guests a little bit more, so I'm going to ask you a couple quick questions before we get out of here. All right. On a scale of one to ten, rate how cool you are.
4: Three. i'm the oldest 41 year old you've ever met um I, i got married when i was 26 i've got 13 and 14 year old children um i really i'm i'm the oldest 41 year old alive
1: all right well i'm the youngest 45 year old you ever met all right which which do you like better sunrises or sunsets
4: big on the sunrises
1: last person to text you
4: um, well, let's see. It's coming in now. Um, Ryan McGee of ESPN is, is texting there. me as we're speaking. How about All that? All right,
1: Ryan McGee. There you go. Springdale Golf Live. All right. Best college athlete you ever saw live?
4: Uh, without any question, the best college athlete uh, that I ever saw live. was it, I'll go basketball. Uh, Steph Curry was the best college athlete I, I've ever seen. Davidson College right down the street. We're doing this uh, interview right now. I've I've never seen somebody that can shoot a basketball like that. Still is the case.
1: He's like Jimmy Chitwood, right? All right. It, when you hear the really word is, broadcaster, all right, what's here that? we go, ready? When you hear the word broadcaster, who's the first person that comes to mind?
4: Vin Scully.
1: All right. Well, you know I what think Taylor's, he's are, I, is
4: he, he's the greatest of all time. His ability to paint a picture was unlike uh, anything that I've ever witnessed in broadcasting, and I think all should aspire to to uh, to be like him.
1: Well, you know what, Taylor Zarler? I can't thank you enough for coming on Springdale Golf Live today. All the best to you, and uh, all the best on the starter weekdays at SiriusXM.
4: Thank you, my friend. appreciate it.
1: All right, folks. Thanks to my producer, Wade, on the board, Springdale Board of Governors, and True Golf Management, most importantly, my listeners. I'm heading to Springdale, but where are you headed? Let the tower be your guide. From Liberty National to Long Beach Island, and, of course, everywhere online, may you all have a Springdale Day.
0: You've been listening to Springdale Golf Live with Keith Stewart. Keith returns to the tee next Friday afternoon at 3 on Fox Sports 920 The Jersey.